What happened? I've been watching people get proposed to, like surprise proposals on TikTok. And you can always tell the ones that where the person knows is coming and the people are like blindsided. <laughs> oh man. Mm-mm. Don't propose to me on camera. I'm going to tell you no. Thank you, Casey. This is why we are who we are because I'm just <laughs> like, if anybody I'm with and they feel like it's a green light for that, we're also going to have that discussion. Don't you ever in your life invite complete strangers or people we know to something that's that intimate? That's what we mean. Right. But I don't feel like other people are supposed to have that with us. I don't think it's a, I, to me, it's not that. And to me, it's just the fact that, you know, you asked me in front of all these people and all these people are expecting me to say yes when in actuality is like, that's a lot of pressure. Like now, I'm, now we're asking me in front of all these people, I have to say yes. Versus yeah. if it was just me and you, I could just be like, I'm not feeling it. Like, I'm not ready for this. Like, I love you, but da 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 da. Like, it doesn't, like, I just feel like when it's a crowd of people, I just automatically have to say yes. And if I say no, then I look like the asshole. Yeah. But I always thought about that too. If they thought, like, oh, I know you always say you don't want to, but I feel like you do. And they did that, and I really not ready. I, I would be like, yes. And then when we get home, I'm going to snatch your ass up and be like, yo, where do you feel like that was a green light for you to do that when I said what I said? And I don't think you're ready. Right. I, I saved your face. Because, what's up? Hola, I Kiki. saved your face because I care about you, but it's really a no. But I don't want to embarrass you in front of everybody. No, I'm going to embarrass you in front of everybody. Cause I'm not, cause I told you not to do that, and you still did that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> nigga, it's a no. Hey, Kobe. Hi, right, Kobe. Our unofficial fourth co-host. Yes, yes. Um, we were talking about being proposed to in public. How we are not with it. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Right, right, Kobe. We not with that. Mm-hmm. Kobe, like, I ain't doing that shit. I mean. Right. Did Kobe dial in and Kiki tonight? Oh, no. Listen. <laughs> Welcome back to So What Page You On Bit. My name is Shan, and this is the podcast where three friends read a book. This is season 12, so this is the 12th time we tell you what this is, but we are reading Cecily Bowen's book, all right? Check her out on badfatblackgirl.com, and we are reading Bad Fat Black Girl, and I think the book is going to be full of tea. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm Kiki, um, two out of three of the ensemble on So What Page Beyond Bitch. Um, three other three of your cast of So What Page Beyond Bitch, motherfucking podcast. Yay! 
Cicely Bowen is definitely on a book tour right now. So look her up and see if she's coming to a city near you. Listen. <laughs> Something happened. What's up, Rail and Renee? What's that? What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to So What Paper on Big Podcast. On the Go Book Club. The actual yeah. Okay. Yep. This is episode three. We have one more episode after this. Um, we are reading. What's the damn book we're reading? Um, fat. Uh, bad. Bad fat black girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's by Cecily um, Bowen, and it's basically a book <laughs> I'm about, about to say Cecily Tyson. <laughs> A young um, black woman and how her adolescent years brought her up to where she is now, um, where now she's like working in PR and writing and just creating the life she wants to live. But she's taken us through like her process of that and different things that women deal with and um, all of that jazz. So uh, this episode, we're going through chapters. We're like reviewing it or talking about chapters four, five, and six. By the mm-hmm. title name, no, is talking about some things. Chapter four is called Run Me My Money. Chapter five is Plan B. And uh, chapter six was Selling It. Now, um, before we do that, I would like to say in the link in the show is um, our shop, Let's Shop B. And it's basically show merch. So if you want any show merch or a sweatshirt about the three of us and just reading more, or if you're a reader or if you know a reader and they're looking for like a Let's talk about this adulting and this book that we decided to read. Book club. This is it. Okay, this is it. I've worked with Casey and Kiki in real life and mm-hmm. we created we created this friendship and and this family ship of just talking and 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 just inter- engaging with each other in an honest way regardless of where we are. So, um we decided to do this book club. Um, where we would read books and you're happy to join along we got one more chapter after this and then Casey's picking a book that we'll start next month um, oh, late, late next month so you have some time to think about it but um, okay. it won't be we probably pick it like the third week of uh, September but yeah September's Kiki, coming it's not Kiki's pick because I, I picked uh, Passes Eat Pussy too because she didn't want to pick, she was doing house. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I think one of y'all chose for me. Yeah, Casey chose for you, so we had that book. So if Kiki yeah. want to choose, that's cool. I don't mind. Um, how about I be like the the backup? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I tell because... you, this is how this is how Kiki because did me in the. In the plane. <laughs> because I still have a lot going on. That's why I say that. Well, so does Casey. Okay, yeah, he does. Right. I'll pick it. I'll pick it. 
Um, this this is how Kiki did me in the plane when we went skydiving. We we got up there, and the the guy in the plane was like, "Okay, who's gonna jump first? Kiki was like, "She is." <laughs> oh, she'll go. We'll see up. <laughs> like y'all at a restaurant and the waiter and the waiter asking whose whose order you gonna take and Kiki like oh you go take take hers right <laughs> go first that's fine <laughs> but oh man how was y'all Tuesday uh, mine was long I had a very long commute today because um, mm-hmm. I went into the office yeah um, a waste of time but. Yeah, I'm always like, going to the office is always a waste of time. No shade. It Man, really so- is. And then here's the thing: I don't really have to be in the office, y'all. And I and I just learned that like at today years old, because my manager is not sitting in the office. There's no nope. other auditors sitting in the office. I I don't really have to engage or go to team meetings because that's not where my team is. Man, do you have to badge in? No. Well, yeah, you can you take your ass home. Okay, so the system, the system at work uh, snitched on me and sent my supervisor an email. He was like, and he did like a general overview. He's like, so to my Atlanta um, team, if there's anyone for the Atlanta office, uh, if you, we need you to go to the office at least at least once, one to two times a month. I got a list of some Atlanta team members that haven't been going into the office, and we can tell by the swipe of your badge. I said, well, damn, bitch. So, but why you got to go in the office if you ain't got to be in the office? Girl, uh, they wasting rent money. Exactly. So they want to excuse to write off the rent money for next year in that building because nobody really has to go. I swear to God, when I go there, I, I put my laptop at the desk. I do everything to set up just like I would do at home. I don't talk to nobody. Nobody talks to me. There's nobody really sitting around me. It's just like me locked in there until I leave. And it's just like pointless. That's how it is with me. So it's like nobody really be like looking for me to be there. Like like HR will come and say, hey, make sure you're okay with your sisters and stuff, but there's no like, I don't relate to anybody there. <laughs> me either. Yeah, that's legit. Going into the office is a waste of time because me and Chantal work for the same company, and because I clock in at one thirty every day, I don't have to go in an office at all. Yeah. Mm. I just, um, so. I don't know. Just, I mean, I, I enjoyed like that one day a week where I could put on real clothes and go somewhere yeah. and be around for my age. Other than that, right. like, like last week, I, is it one day a week or once a month? It's well, well first when it was like, okay, you got to be remote, you need to go in um, four times a month. Now, because my supervisor just sent that email, we need you to go one to two times a month. I'm going in two max. I'm not going in once every week. Some people do like the full first week of the month and then they don't go in for the rest of the month. Um, I like to. Rest of the year. I like to no, they don't go. I mean, you can't do it for a year because you have to also schedule your seat. Schedule your because, seat. 
Yeah, there's no assigned seat, but you schedule your in the office of where you want to sit on a map on the computer. That shit sounds dumb. Exactly. And I'm still so confused. Right. It's too much. It's too much just to be like, oh, we have an office. It it is. It is. But that one day, because today, with the exception of last week, was really my first day in there since I started. And I only went last week because I had a facial schedule and she's an operator. Come on, facial. But I enjoy, like, like you said, even even if it's one day a week, getting up, getting dressed. And, you know, just taking myself out to lunch mm-hmm. at a nice place like that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. No shade. I'm at the point right now, I don't want to go back in nobody's office, period. Me too. Like, Me too. like I, like, when I, when I look for jobs, it's like, is this remote? I'm not even looking at hybrids. I don't want no hybrids. I want to see y'all. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not even looking at hybrids no more. I'm looking at, like, fully remote. And if it's not 100% remote, I don't fucking want it. I might as well just stay where I'm at. Yeah. Right. And, and then it seems right. like all the damn insurance jobs is in Alpharetta. And I love people like that's because they don't want us working there because we don't live they there. Don't. Right. They don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. But I you got to think about it. it. Insurance, insurance, especially commercial insurance. Well, insurance in general is a is a white male dominated. White male dominated. Mm. Facts. Ugh. Whatever. <laughs> what? I'm just like, whatever. I'm about to start selling panties in this bitch. Whatever. I told you what to do, girl. I sent you that email. I sent you that TikTok. <laughs> buy a packet of panties from like the Dollar Tree. <laughs> a mess. Wear them over your regular panties and sell them. It was $25 a pop. Don't like, include shipping. <laughs> a mess. <laughs> um, what else has been going on? Uh, ain't shit going on. This was a rain all tomorrow. It is. I'm surprised it didn't rain today. Oh, yeah. The therapist is coming tomorrow for my mom. Oh, she's coming mm, to do a home visit? Yeah, they, she has like in-home physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they're coming in at like between 10 and 10.30 tomorrow. That's mm. what's up. Yeah. So, the, better, the sooner she gets better... The sooner her, her ghetto ass dog can get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> her dog has no home training. I hate that fucking dog. Uh, what kind of dog? Was that who I heard just barking? Yes. I'm going to say, because I ain't never heard Misa and Gizmo bark on a uh, show. <laughs> no. Because they're behaved. They know what they have to behave. Her dog's name is Charlie. His name is Charlie, and he's a schnoodle, so he's a schnauzer mixed with a poodle. Mm. That name sounds like a snob. Listen, <laughs> hey girl, how you doing? My name is Charlie. He ain't no snob. He went begging ass nigga. Like anytime he sees somebody with food, he, be, he just sits there, looks at you, and be like, hur, 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 and I be like, you the fuck you a crate? Like a <laughs> you don't beg in this house. Like one of them baby kids that be in your face when you eat. Girl, yes. <laughs> and then he don't do the right. 
Oh man. He'll doodle and keep on walking. Like why he doodling? Ew. Mm-hmm. I'm oh like you just God. can't sit in one spot and do all that. <laughs> like I said oh. about this morning, he sh- I said about this morning he shit it twice. Hmm. And then I fed him his lunch. I like I fed all the I feed all the dogs at the same time. Okay. So I fed him, and then like a couple hours later, my mom texted me, and she was like, "Can Charlie get his dinner?" And I'm like, "Dinner?" She, she feed like, yeah. twice. Yeah, and I'm like, "Girl, why are you feeding your dog twice a day?" I feed my dogs once, and they good for the whole day. Yeah. That's why they're not fat. I said, "That's why your dog is fat." She's like, "You're not fat." Every time I bring him to the fat, they don't say nothing about his weight. I said, "Cause they know you're not gonna walk him to keep that weight off of you." Mm. That nigga like he got arthritis and all kinds of shit. How about this thing? Diabetic. Oh, fat ass dog. Well, 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 well. All right, y'all. So let's let me get into the summary of this book. Did y'all get done or y'all? I finished. Um, They are long. I finished. I already told y'all how I feel about this book. Yeah, I was in the I, I was in the car making my little hour commute. Child, I said, "Damn, I'm still on one chapter." This <laughs> <some bullshit."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get to um chapter six, but I will listen tonight. Okay. All right. So um, chapter four is called "Rummy My Money," and she started off talking about you not having a voice and she talks about the importance of money while you're black and growing up and um that you're judged by it or people um choose what level of respect you get based upon what you can do because you have money and so she she was talking about how her mom would be like you ain't got no money to do this so do what i said or something along that line. And um, Mm -hmm. she was talking about, you know, your access to shit was based on money and being able. And um, basic human needs were looked over if you didn't have money. Um, Mm -hmm. Black folks and finances, she was talking about that a little bit. She talked about what it took to be seen as grown, even though you were getting older. And y'all know how black people be. Your aunts, your uncles, they treat you like you still seven all your life until you have enough money to not need them. Mm-hmm. She was talking about Sandy, her Hi. car. She Hi. named her car. I feel like every black person names their car for their hoopty. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I had a name for my first car. What was it? Okay. Kelly and Pink. <laughs> oh god, was it red? Yep. <laughs> oh man. She um she talked about her first um, It was an old ass Mercury Cougar. A Mercury? A Mercury Cougar. Man, and I talk about this. Like, who goes to a car dealership and be like, let me get that Mercury? 
it wasn't a dealership. My mom was driving down the street and she saw this guy sitting in his front yard and she was like, Oh, that'd be a good car for my boys. Mm. So you and, and your and brother... brother Yeah, me and my twin brother got together, we bought the car and we shared it. Oh wow. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I ain't want the damn car. Um shit, I didn't get a car until I was like twenty eight. Mm. My first car was a Pontiac Grand Prix, but I don't, I can't remember. I didn't name her or anything because I wasn't in love with her. Girl, I wasn't was in love with none of my cars. <laughs> Listen. I just like the fact that my truck, this is the first time I'm in a vehicle I don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, funny story. We were living in Miami when we bought this car, right? Me and my brother was like 19 when we got this car together. Mm-hmm. And my mom's homegirl, who was like Bahamian and Puerto Rican and grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> for our car, like for a gift for our first car, you know what she bought us? The the steering wheel covers? No, she bought us Jamaican a Jamaican flag and a Cuban flag for the inside of the car. Yes! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, I was like, this is what island people do. Huh? Yeah. Y'all put it in there? Hell yeah, we put it in there. Man. <laughs> I have a um Jamaican bag hanging in the car at the front. And every time a, another Jamaican sees me coming in the opposite direction, they all hype. I'm just like, dog, relax. I see the whole front of your roof of your car painted the flag. I understand. Or they right. have something in the back of their car. I'm just like, oh my God. That's why I want the flags in my shit. Uh-huh. Especially here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I already go to uh, the farmer's market and people be speaking Spanish to me and I'll be like, uh, no intending. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So yesterday I took my ass to the farmer's market without my mom because Anya got a cold because she was being trifling in Home Depot playing with Your her mom dumb Yes! She was, um, she was playing with her gum with her dirty ass hands, so now she got a cold. That's mm-hmm. what she gets. So my mom was like, okay, I'll stay here since it's close to the time to go to bed and you could go to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. I was I was fresh cooked oxtail in that farmer's market. The the bed, it was all on you. The, the amount of men trying to help me with fruit. I don't need you to help me with bagging my fruit or following me in the rice aisle or like walking further back from the women that they were in the store with so they can see or allow me to see that they look in. And then even when I was leaving, the lady checking my receipt, this man with his wife just staring me dead in the face. Sir! I'm assuming these are all. I'm assuming these are all foreign niggas. Yes, <laughs> Spanish ones. Um, there was like this uh, Asian one that kept smiling at me, but he didn't know what to say. Um, you probably didn't speak no damn English. African Jamaican ones. I was just like, yo, girl, you should have got the Africans. You know they be scamming. No, I don't want nothing mm-hmm. to do. Ain't trying to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else she talked about? She talked about um, she got the car with her mom 
with her student refund check. What did y'all do with y'all um student refund check? What refund? So mm, I definitely didn't pay it back. I ain't never got. Oh, you didn't get. Okay, so that's why I so, never went back to school because the bitch was because financial aid was like uh, what a re what. <laughs> okay, let me tell you how they did me. So I had a scholarship my first um, year of college, and so I didn't have to pay for no books, and my classes was good. And then the rest of it, I got financial aid. And I want to say after the first semester, I left over money because the professors was getting me to buy these books that I was never going to use for no other class. And it's going to depreciate in value. I'm not buying shit. I'm taking my ass to the library and I'm going to um, scan the page I need for your class. I had this one English professor. She was so salty. She was like, why don't you just get the book? And I'm just like, what's the problem? I did the work. I got the pages. What's up? So she was really salty that I want to buy the book. So I caught on quicker. So I had money left over. So after the semester was finished and she gave me a $980 check. Hmm. When I tell you, I was like, no, from like my leftover from my, from my, um, from what I didn't use. So I was like, this Hmm. is mine. She was like, yes, here. When I tell you, I was like Charlie on Willy Wonka and Charlie Factory running to the bank to go. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got to go to ticket. You run out. Between the school and Wachovia Bank, because it was Wachovia at that time, somebody was going to come find me and get me. And I had to run to make sure this shit gets in my account. And so when I got to the bank, I was like, I want to deposit this and I want to split it. Hmm. Half of my checking and half in my savings. And they were like, okay, when I I tell you, I have no problems walking out that bank. I was like, I don't, I'm not worried about shit. I'm not worried about nothing. But now, that mindset and that feeling, it's not that I had a million dollars, but it's, it's when people be like, money don't buy happiness, it don't buy you happiness, but it gives you like some sort of peace where mm-hmm. you're not worrying about how you're going to get from this week to that week. When you're not worrying about you know, how you going to get back and forth on the train for classes and go to work and come back this way because you work in three jobs while you in school and just trying to maintain and how you go feed yourself. You don't have to worry about that shit. Oh, my God. Then when I was done with school, I had leftover money. And I was like, so I'm expecting a refund. So I'm just like, okay, okay. I said, what about my refund? She was like, oh. I went ahead and I put that towards your loan so you don't have to worry about paying that back. I was like, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck told you to do that? <laughs> I was like, um, homegirl, set it off. I need that money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was so irritated. I'm just like, dog. Speaking of, I got an email from the motherfuckers that I ain't never read about that lawsuit that they had going on. I think we all got read- that email. It was recent, right? Mm-hmm. Did you read about it? About the bio's defense. Yeah, did you read it? 
I didn't read it all because I don't want to hear shit until y'all telling me that the 50 things is, is forgiven or not. Like, what are we doing? And you know, tomorrow, tomorrow Biden's supposed to say what he's thinking about to do with the school loans or not. So tomorrow he's going to announce it. Be- because if he, if he say one thing tomorrow, a lot of people are going to go into default on their loans. If he says another thing, it's going to give them more time. Hmm. Oh, but my up this month, right? On the thirty first, the extension. Yeah, he, yeah, he making the decision tomorrow. My thing is, nigga, you were elected because that was one of your things where you was like, you're gonna take away student loan, Hello. like basically student loan forgiveness. Right. Why are you dragging your feet, my nigga? Mainly for African Americans, but we're not gonna talk about that. And that's that's when me and politics will never be like on the same level because they always banking on black people's hopes to get into office and then they get into office and they don't do shit. Nope. Regarding black people, we always like we always like the 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 mouse and cheese of politics and I'm over it. Yeah, that's always that bait and switch. And see that's why I didn't vote vote for his ass. I'm just like, what's that? I mean, but, I didn't um, want to go for his ass neither, but I mean, like, it was either him or Trump. Yeah, I didn't vote for nobody. I didn't vote for neither one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what pissed me off in this chapter when she said the motherfucking car was $400 a month? Right. Oh, her car? Yes. Because she got it from one of the buyer payers. I said, girl, I wouldn't even get my truck for that. Are you crazy? But I don't like what I said about this book. Like, I feel like when I read this book, well, let me rephrase that. I feel like when I'm listening to this book, I'm listening to a random bitch on, like, the train or, like, the bus or at work just sitting there and telling me her whole life story, and I don't care. Okay, go ahead, Casey. I'll let you finish. Oh, and I just, I, I honestly felt like it may have, like, I see what she's saying in all, in every single chapter, and there are nuggets of information, and she's bringing an awareness to a lot of different things. However, right. I feel like it could have been presented better if it was written as a fictional story. Mm-hmm. I don't know, cause how, cause how she's saying it is just kind of like you just telling me all your business, and I'm just like, okay, bitch. Yeah, I get. Um, it would be better if it was written as a fictional story. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can go, um, in better detail, but because right. she's writing her point of view, she's allowed to do shortcuts on how she wants to explain it. I get that. Yeah. What are you going to say, Kiki? I just felt like she was saying stuff that I already was aware of. Or, like, oh, or knew yeah. about. Like the, like the perception of quote-unquote fat people and how you're treated if you look a certain way, etc. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's more like a reinforcement thing instead of making me aware because yeah. I already knew what 
the tea was. Yeah, like a powwow. Like, this is your girl's yeah. powwow book for, you know, um, somebody feeling like they need to change something about themselves in order to to be seen. She was sort of like in your face with it, like, this is who I am and this is what it is. Um, I think how, how it's titled and mm-hmm. how it's written, it's supposed to reach a lot more black people. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to bring awareness to it to people other than black people, mm-hmm. um, you could have wrote it kind of like not as a well, this is my only my suggestion. This is just an opinion, it's not a fact. Um she could have wrote it on a fictional stance, because I feel like white people who read stuff like that don't want to hear it out of a black person's mouth, if that makes sense. I get it. But I... Now, y'all don't want to hear my story, but if it was a story about a a fake black boy named Tyrone that lived in an imaginary black world that was based off of the black... was based off an actual black experience... Y'all would digest mm-hmm. that better than me telling you my story because it hits too close to home. Exactly, and that's exactly what it what it is. Nobody wants to be confronted with the actual factuals, mm-hmm. and if they have an issue with it, they don't want nobody to tweet them about what you said about me when I was sixteen. They want right. to be like, "Oh, you can't say anything about it. This is my opinion, and it, I can just throw my opinion out there. Nobody can't say anything to me about it." Right. Um, and then basically that chapter just ended about her talking about grad school and broke. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wasn't broke in school? I mean, who the fuck even broke, period? Especially that part, too. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine being in college right now. I would have been like, no. Jeez. I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, I'm, no, it's Make my, my my child go to college. He's from Mississippi. Tell me he don't go to college, and I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm relieved. <laughs> yeah. I already had that conversation with Anya when she was six. She was like, "Do I have to go to college?" I was just like, "No." I said, "If you, if there's, if you're going to school to be a doctor, a judge, um, or something with chemistry, or engineer, girl, go for the go for it, and preferably." do really good academically so somebody else want to pay you a full ride right but you're not signing no financial aid and i'm not signing Mm -hmm. no financial aid for no loans for you to go to Mm -hmm. college and then turn around and not be paid more than what your college costs yeah no that's my mom did what you mean she was like, um, either y'all gonna, um, she's like, either y'all gonna do real good in high school and get a scholarship, yeah, or you're gonna find a way to pay for college because I'm not buying, I'm not paying for it. So, like, until I was like 20 something, <laughs> every year I did like my FAFSA stuff, mm-hmm. my mom would give me her information, and the FAFSA would be like, all right, you don't get no money because you're your your parent is, is expected to make you is expected to pay for you to go to school. 
But they didn't take into consideration that one of my mom was a single mother. Right. And two, she had twins at the same age going to college at the same time. So that's double. Right. So they were kind of like, oh, so your um, parent expectancy is to pay 100% of your college. And I'm like, so who's going to pay it? Because my mom's not going to pay it. (laughs) So like my first semester, my first semester at community college, I, um, I got like a grant to pay for it. Mm Mm-hmm. But like after that first semester, I was paying my own pocket. I was signing whatever I needed to sign for whatever loan for me to get through every semester after my scholarship ran out. Um, I was paying, I started paying back, I want to say like a year after I got out of college. Mm -hmm. But after that, I was like, yo, fuck them like i'm still working retail like i didn't get no corporate job out of college right you know and i said i still got student that and i didn't even got no fucking degree and that shit right there is the stupidest shit because i it shouldn't be this hard for somebody who wants to further their education it's basic right. it's just greed at this point right but see, the America's the only country that do that. Yeah, which is disgusting. You Same go to thing school overseas. You go to school overseas. They pay for that shit. That shit is free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with Canada. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Healthcare. You know, everybody's like, you know, how the fuck can that be a greatest, the greatest country, and they make y'all pay for y'all healthcare? Right. They make oh. you pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what's so crazy is I was looking at this TikTok and this guy was like whatever medicine you need here that's like hundreds of dollars or runs you like $400 for a month's supply go online and order it from another country and have it shipped to you you probably get it less than $50 and that shit right there pisses me off that guy off of um, Shark Tank, I forgot that nigga's name. Um, I think he's the one who's part owner of the, the Mavericks. Mark mm-hmm. Cuban. Mark Cuban. He has a um, an online pharmacy mm-hmm. that um, doesn't work with insurance. So what you'll do is you'll upload your prescription and you can get your medicine for like a fraction of what it will cost <laughs> if you were to get it from like CVS or Walgreens, any place like that. Mm-hmm. This girl said, "No, because because they don't work with insurance companies, they don't have to. They don't have to high ticket the 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 pharmaceuticals, the drugs. There's no markup. No, I'm saying that's why the pharmacy charges so high, though. Right. Get that high because they know that the insurance company gonna pay for it, no matter how much it is. Exactly. So, like, this one girl, she showed um, a TikTok of her getting, like, birth control pills. She was, like, saying her birth control was, like, 50 bucks a month mm. from, like, a, a regular pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And she went online to use, like, Mark Cuban's pharmacy. She got her shit for, like, less than 10 bucks. Mm, crazy. Right. Over That's 40 a- fucking dollar difference. That's a good business right there. Yeah. And it's quick. It's delivery. You know what I'm saying? Give my perks at the dough. Crazy. Um, 
Yeah, welcome to America. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so chapter five is playing Venus, okay? Um, this chapter, she was talking about women's black bodies, how it's over-sexualized, um, being called too fast, and sexual health, and trying to figure out what love is at a young age for a black girl, which sucks because I tell people all the time, like, I got my titties in the sixth grade, okay? I did not want Me these too, girl. <laughs> my nipples been loud could you imagine being having titties being looked at by little boys in the sixth grade having sex ed that year and your titties loud as shit mm. like I hated like wearing certain things even now like I'm 35 tomorrow I was thinking about wearing this white shirt but I don't have to. I don't want to worry about if my nipples is hard and somebody looking at me and they looking at my nipples in the office. Mm. That's because people sexualize women's bodies so much, and it sucks. It does it really does? And it, it really sucks to be a little girl and not want to be looked at in that way, and you can't really do anything because little girl clothes are not made to fit a body that has a woman's ass or a woman's thighs or a woman's bust. Right. So it's not that you want to go in a different section and shop because you want to be grown. It's because them girl clothes don't fit. It's And this is the thing. It's not just little girl. Like, that shit is modeled for little white girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who ain't got no curves Right. That's like a lot of these clothes for like, like that's why like people like especially black people and like Hispanic people, they have a hard time finding clothes (laughs) that fit because of their body types. Right, and and then you spend all this time labeling these little kids like even the boys. Oh, he's husky. He's not husky. Genetically, right. It's just bigger. Right. It's just wider in place that Peter is not used to. Um, you know, and all I got big ass shoulders. That part too. Like these little ass shirts with dinosaurs on the angle fit him. I'm telling you, Kiki, Kobe gonna be like that. Yeah. Kobe gonna go out of nowhere. He probably small when he mm-hmm. this age. Oh my god, the way he gonna eat, girl, get your Costco car ready. You probably gonna be buying him new shoes like every other month. Yeah, I'm already doing that. That's crazy. I'm already doing it with his feet. He is size eight. Wow. And then it's like, well, damn, I don't even want to buy no more size eight shoes. Cause yeah, you know, Ari, guys, he 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 gonna be in three weeks or or by the time the the winter months roll around. That too. Ari is um in a size eleven, but she five. And you know, like kids' shoes don't cost what kids' shoes cost. Kids' shoes cost adult shoes' prices. Right. That's what I be struggling with. It's like, dang, because then you want him to dress like you know, cute and and nice and stuff, but 
it's like you gotta keep buying all this shit and then what do you do with the ones that you, that he can't wear no more it's like what the fuck I just stored them all somewhere. That's why when the girls was little, that's all would buy them as Converse or Vans because they would dog them shits. Yeah, he everybody yeah, he wore Vans faithfully. <laughs> Let's, and our dad they getting her like Air Maxes. I'm just like, dog, she gonna spend like two months in this. Mm-hmm. That's a wave. I'm not. I'm not it buying that. Waves. I love I love kids' shoes with Velcro on it. I feel like for little kids, especially during the stage while they're still growing, you need to be buying this shit from like Walmart and Target. Yeah. And you, and you know, Target and Walmart has nice stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Target is basically the new gap. Like, fuck the yes. regular gap. Yeah. Target, ain't nobody they paying, have nice stuff for him. Yeah, ain't nobody paying $40 for a child's dress. The hell? Like and back then with the day, Target, my mom was. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. With Target, with their um cat in the Jack brand, you can take the old stuff back that they can't wear anymore and put it in, and they'll credit you towards the new purchase if you buy that brand. What? I saw a lot of parents all know that. See, mm. I know. Back in the day, my mom was buying our shit from like JC Penney's, but the thing was, JC Penney's they was always having a sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they always had coupons. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, that outfit that was that, that outfit that was fifty bucks, if you got mm-hmm. it on sale and it was a coupon, now that outfit that was fifty bucks is like fifteen dollars now. And then on top of that, your mom shopping for two boys. Yeah, she was shopping for two niggas yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been greasing up my elbows ready for these girls to be teenagers trying to go through my shit because I'm throwing bows. Girl. Why are you in here? <laughs> what do you want? Your clothes. I don't have that problem. Are you, are you already be on my dress to talk about what that smell like? Girl, get. You are in kindergarten. You do not need this film smelling like uh, Dolce & Gabbana. Get! Yeah. I remember being a kid. I remember being like in middle school and wearing my dad's clothes to school. What were you wearing? Like his shoes and like some of his shirts. Oh my god. I was a big kid. I can imagine that. But That's my dad's cool. short. My dad's like 5'6". Mm. Mm-hmm. I get my kids grow up. My mom's five nine. Mm. That's why I'm over six feet. Oh, I didn't go that route. I went down. Hmm? I said I didn't go that route. I went down. My dad is short. The Lord said, "You shall be five two. Uh uh. You are well That's the thing. I think I'll be tall. Oh, he is. What we are all pretty tall, it? actually. My sister's the smallest out of all of us. Mm. What's up, Short Stroke? What a name. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else she talked about in this chapter? She talked about doctor visits, birth control, being in the office and seeing young girls being pregnant. Um, she, talked, she talked about her mom being a hood hero with the doctor. Yeah. Uh, 
Ew, she talked about old tampons and vaginas. Mm-hmm. And how made a coochie stink. Yeah. yeah. She talked about her first time and how it was blah at with a 13-year-old boy. Girl, and I was just like, what was he doing? And then how the girls would come into the uh the doctor's office and post pictures of them with their jailhouse boyfriends and shit like that that they always talked about. And they made a wall, a shrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um she talked about shaming girls when it comes to sex. Older men never get checked with young young women. They never do, they still don't. Um it's a whole clique of older women uh, still trying to get R. Kelly out of jail now. Crazy. I'm just like, just hang that shit up. Um, they talked about, um, she talked about getting sexual attention at 13 and being with the neighbor who was like an older man. That nigga was in his old. 20s. Yeah, but it's just audacity how people still they blame a child when it comes to somebody being older and manipulative to get that child to feel okay about this like this child didn't randomly just be like oh I'm, oh, I'm okay with the blue um and that was about it for that chapter what else she talked about um chapter 6 selling it she talked about being a sex worker Mm-hmm. That was the most interesting chapter to me. Listen, and um, she was talking about being a sex worker with a white man, being a professional dominatrix, um, uh-huh. stigma, stigmas with sex workers, uh, stripper rap, how it's super popular, but women still get the backlash whenever they try to, you know, stand up in it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. He talked about being a sex toy on tour. Um, how ho shit in you. It's, no, she said ho shit is not on you, it's in you. That's what she said. That's how she explained it. Mm-hmm. He talked about consensual sex work, sex trafficking, explaining it, trafficking, hot spots, law enforcement. How it's a threat and putting um, a lot of sex workers' freedom at risk, and um, how it's super important to decriminal- decriminalize sex work. Because if you go to other countries, it's just known in this area you can buy, you know, your sessions or whatever you want sexually. I mean, because- it's all this profession. Yeah, it's going to happen regardless. Back in the day, there was no, oh, that's my man. You don't talk to him. You don't see him. It was like women use sex back in the day as an exchange of like um, money because they didn't, they weren't the workers. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of kids that women would have back in the day where those kids did not know who their dad was because of how women back then engaged with men. It was just like, oh, there's kids over here. You know, let them all go here by the lake or let them all go here to learn. And I just take care of the kid. It wasn't no like, no, you're mine and you're this possession shit. So now 
is getting to a point where depending on the state that you live in when you live in America, you know, you can only do these things with your body if you're single. You can only do these things with your body if you're married. Um, and to me, it's like, there are a few things in life you will not stop with no law and with no money. <laughs> Sex work, um, guns, weapons being sold, and drugs. Mm -hmm. Because there's all these loopholes with all these state laws over federal ones. And you have all these fucking laws and no help for people who are on the in-between. Like if a, if, if a felon gets out of jail after doing 19 years, he can't be like, okay, I'm going to go to Target and get a regular job. I'm going to go to um, this corporate office and get a job. No, they're going to be like, no. Nah. He's going to have to figure out what business do I want to make. Go ahead and register my LLC name put my bank account in my LLC name because that no, that doesn't have any dirt on it and basically live off of a name he creates or a business he creates that does not have his personal name affiliated with it in a way of this is who I do business with. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be that hard. But when, when you're in America, America, I feel like America penalizes you for wanting to do for yourself. Of course it does. Cause now you're doing for yourself. You can't depend on you can't depend on what we have to offer you. Right. Now we losing money. Right. Cause we ain't got no money. Hmm. So, chapter six was a very interesting chapter, and she talked about how a lot of sex workers really taught her how to get her business up and how to you know, watch her back and make mm -hmm. sure she dotting her eyes and crossing her keys. Um, so she could support them. So that was a good chapter. I have to go back and read it. Um, listen tonight. And that's all I read. Yeah, I thought that seven. Um Next read will be September 6th. It's two weeks now. We going into fall, y'all. Summer is leaving us. Yes, I can't wait to do my, my fall decorum. Yes. I went to TJ Maxx. They already got pumpkin candles out. I'm just like, y'all make me sick. Girl, they've been here. That's that shit out in July. Right. <laughs> that should be so stank. <laughs> I hate pumpkin smelling shit. I, I, I do too. Shit. I went into Hobby Lobby and that shit hit me right in my face. I said, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> All that pumpkin and cinnamon and fucking apples and shit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, can we get a different, like, like caramel, the luce, something? Can we get another flavor? Because y'all do this every year. The luce, don't oh, you? <laughs> How you say it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it the leche or something? Dolce de yeah. leche. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We just need some 
something different. Like I'll even take yeah. some candy yams. Candy right. yams, you know, something. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. A bitch should come out with a camel that's called sweet potato pie. Listen. Gravy. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. I don't know about gravy. I'll uh, take cranberry else? or something I'll take with cranberry. Something, but, oh, what about a vanilla spice? Damn. You know? Okay, vanilla oh, chai it. tea or something like yes. that. Yes. Yes. Oh, a, a woodsy smell is, is that? Yes, okay. s'mores or something, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm over this pumpkin shit. Like, that, like this, like, come on. This has been 30 years. Yeah. Like a coconut cinnamon, something that smells like cremas or coquito. Yes. Oh. oh my god. Eggnog. Right. I feel like I was trying to find me a um a wreath with pompous grass with fall colors for my pantry door. Girl, that's very specific. Right. <laughs> I know. I want to find somebody to make it on Etsy or something. Oh my god. Speaking of making stuff, I made my Florida water last night. What is Florida water? So, Florida water, quote unquote, is supposed to be like a protective water type deal, but it's made from alcohol. So, Mm -hmm. growing up, I knew Florida water as cologne. Okay. And... I feel like um, the use for it has been, um, I don't want to say mix up in translation over the years, but um, I feel like, so I feel like this with anything. Mm-hmm. Anything has power behind it when you put intent into it, right? So Florida water, holy water, does pretty much the same thing because of your intent for it. Same thing with sage, same thing with um, incense and Palo Santo and stuff like that. So I made my own because I don't want to buy the one from the store because I don't know who made it because I don't know what their intentions were behind it. And I made my own because I wanted it to smell nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But all it all it really is is alcohol, a little water, and fragrance. Mm. That's the Florida water in the store. Oh, and some um, food coloring to give it a color. Mm-hmm. Mine was made with some holy water, some Everclear, some lime juice, lemon peel, oh lime peels, uh, grapefruit peels, Palo Santo sticks, cinnamon sticks, cloves. Um, bay leaves, lotus flower leaves, <laughs> some other dry flowers, and some dry lemons. Mm. Oh, and essential mm. oils. Okay, so what do you do with yours? Do you wear it? So you, you could, so you could do several things with it. You could wear it on yourself. Um, you can clean your house with it. You I've can- seen people do. You can, um, I've heard of people put it in like a bottle and like spray it in like different areas where they walk into, things like that. Hmm. Interesting. Again, it's all the intent of what you intended it for. 
just like how people say, you know, put some cinnamon in your hand, you know, speak on like the good things you want to happen at the beginning of the month and blow it out. Mm-hmm. Well, blow it, blow it front door into your house. Blow it into your home. You can also get clothes and like burn sticks <laughs> like incense. And that will bring abundance and prosperity into your house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually use it because Kobe had the sniffles. But I put Mm. some um, orange peel, lemon, green onion, cloves, and cinnamon sticks and boiled it. Let Mm. it steam throughout the house. That too. And right now is um, the season of why the hell you up in here? So getting like um, peppermint spray and like spraying around like your plants or your home, keep away like rodents and insects and spiders and all of that stuff too. Oh God, I can't stand that. I saw a frog on my water hose and I almost broke my back. (laughs) And it was like this little, it it, it had like that little print on it. I, I don't know what you call it, like the skin. It had like skin like a snake scales. I I don't know what you call it. We appreciate you because you did not have to be listening to this on your ride to work or whatever you're doing. Okay, none of my business. But we do have a shop. Let's shop bit at teespring.com. All right your t-shirts your hoodies whatever it is that you want from us that we got on that website help yourself ship it to your house and support the show and you can also support so what page we on biv podcast on your favorite podcast app by rating us and leaving a review we appreciate you and keep on reading because some of us in the world can be dumb and not literate but the others we gotta read so we appreciate you for reading peace i don't know shit about frogs frogs don't have scales because they're amphibians amphibians um skin is mucousy and slimy and reptiles are very rough that's why they shed their skin i just don't mm-hmm. like insects i can't like time like if i walk past i can't be like stay stay they just unpredictable them geckos crickets like back your ass up well also um some well insects and animals are signs of different things going on yeah i know spiders are signs of like um good um what is it good uh basically like good uh energy and um prosperity like on the way if you see like a spider web or a spider different types of spider mm-hmm. it's like that way but i hate going outside and minding my business and feeling a, a web on me yeah spiders are good luck um moths <laughs> are also good luck mm. They say certain birds are angels. Hmm. 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 My niece has been talking about birds a lot lately. Yes. What kind of birds? A red bird. A cardinal? 
Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know the names, but if it's red, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a cardinal <laughs> Well, the thing is with cardinals, so I'm. It's funny that you say that because cardinals are um are um from from what I know, cardinals are signed of like um, guardian angels. Mm. Oh, okay. Around you. Nice. Good to know. <laughs> I know. I know the birds be flocking in my house because I be having bird seeds. Mm-hmm. And like vultures and crows are a sign of change. My sister was telling me something about unusual bird behavior. Like she'd been noticing the birds like they <laughs> been hitting um her car and like flying lower than usual mm. i haven't peeped that yet here they've been sitting on her car no she no. didn't say anything about that she just been saying <laughs> like flying low and like hitting her car like like, like flying into her car mm-hmm. yeah like violently or <laughs> like like bloop and then what's going on about their day flying oh so I don't know. I haven't noticed that yet. Maybe that's your mama telling her, hey girl, watch what you're doing when you're driving. Right. Could be. Let me see, Kobe. My, um, it been some goddamn birds flying into my window, but I know because my shit clean. Yeah. Watch where you going, ho. You just hear a boom, boom. <laughs> Them little um, baby birds, they, ain't, they don't have no goddamn sense. Oh, yeah. I know crows and vultures, they're a sign of, like, uh, cleanse, renewal, rebirth. Things mm. like that. Interesting. Yeah, because one day when I was pulling up to, when I worked at Travelers, when I was pulling up to work, I saw a bunch of them. Mm. Like, they were all behind me. Like, it was a flock of, like, crows and vultures. And I was like... Yeah. Oh, loud. Go! Go! Right. I'm just like, oh, chill out. I was thinking about some deepest creepers type shit when I hear them things. I hear them things. Didn't they just come out with a newer movie for Jeepers Creepers or another one that's coming? I think so. I think it's coming, like, with a Jeepers Creepers, like, a baby or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, the third one was whack. The third one was whack. If it was the same writers, but it was whack. What's the third of anything that's good? Nothing. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> you think the third one was good? I like the. What's the third one good? The third one was better than the second one. Mm. Is that the one that's more computerized? What happened? Is it more computerized? So the second one was the one where they brought the dinosaurs back to the states. Okay, that's the one with the, with the two little boys, and she had the aunt who was who was that was a fourth one. That was Jurassic. That was that was a Jurassic Park. That was Jurassic World. That's the one I like. That's my mm. favorite one. Out of the Jurassic Park trilogy, the first one was the good, was the best one. The mm. second one was stupid, and the third <laughs> one was okay. So the third one was where um, 
the um, family went on a trip and the boy got lost in Costa Rica. And they hired like a bunch of people to come and help them look for the boy. That's where the Nokia ringtone came from and that Jurassic Park movie because the direct because they wanted the dinosaurs swallow like <laughs> one of the sailor phones. Yeah, the phone went off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Could you imagine dinosaurs being here today? Hell though? no, no. I would be, I would be like, like shit. no, take me now. <laughs> I can't. Man, I'd be like, oh lord, like just, just, just let me die. <laughs> Low like, key, I, not, I feel oh. like dinosaurs were the dragons that people wrote about. They what? I feel like dinosaurs were the dragons that people wrote about. Mm. But I just feel like if a damn whale can still exist here, like dinosaurs, like come on, like that's no comparison. Yeah. Well, you there, there's some Chinese people trying to bring back one of the dinosaurs. They always trying to bring back something. Like, what the hell? Which one? I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like one of the ones that got like a like a wing to it, as oh, in like a wing to fly. Yeah, like a wing, and it has like this long beak, and it's kind of like they trying to reproduce like their own, like a pterodactyl thing. or something like that. Something like that, but it's not called a pterodactyl. And then they—I mean, they just—they have their own son now. Like, what the fuck? Trying to be on some next shit. Mm-hmm. When the aliens coming? Listen, that's that, that's what I want to see. But but y'all see them bring that lady back to life with like some black magic or some shit like that? No, what lady? Uh, like what lady? Like they dug up her body and um it was oh. this little Asian looking lady she had this long hair and they tried to like bring her back to life like they had froze her or some shit like that. Yeah and they brought her, her back was, with some black magic. Twitter. Yeah and I was that like was crazy. I would never like, do that. <laughs> like necromancy? <laughs> I don't know. Like she basically really? when she when she died the way that she died, her body and her clothes is still intact. She's just sitting like cross with her legs crossed and with something in her arms and they basically trying to restore her. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's so disrespectful to me to dig up somebody just because you want to research. Oh. Is she a zombie? Uh, Beats me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just like, dog, y'all playing too much. Like, this is a no for me. I'm still trying to figure out what black magic is. Leave me. I ain't in it. Leave me out of it. I ain't in it. Leave me out of it. Because if y'all bringing people back to life, you know, I'm just curious about one person and one person only. Um, I like, mean, it's different, it's different <laughs> forms of magic, but my whole thing is when you try to bring somebody back to life, it's it's that whole equal exchange type shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that spirit is already gone though. So, like, what are you bringing back, really? Exactly. And that's what you don't know. And that's that's the part where I'm just and like, nah. That's when. That's why you're not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Period. Like, uh, 
they gone with the Lord, honey. What you doing? And you know what I think too? I think scientists are really against religious humanity. Yeah. They want they want to be able to be like this has nothing to do with moral compass, like why we did this. And it should because you should have a level of respect. Mm-hmm. But even even quote unquote magic has a, a moral compass to it. Yes, for people who respect it, but people who have ill intent, it don't. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they want people to live forever and ever and ever and ever so we can pay these goddamn bills. No, they want white people to live forever and ever and ever because the white people that's in power are dying. Yeah, that's true. So they're trying to figure a way to keep these niggas around. And they bringing back all the laws that were old and dug and like buried before they go too. They can bury them laws with them, honey. Listen. Like, dog, you ain't fucking. Why you worried about what other people do when they fucking? So you ain't making no more babies and you ain't taking care of none. Why is this the center of a, a topic? Because they're all about to die, and they want to leave some kind of legacy. And then y'all saw the white man went up, went out and made a whole bunch of women from vasectomies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I said I'm done. Now why don't y'all go <laughs> regulate on that? But y'all ain't gonna stop that. Nope. I can't. Because really, it's these white women that's getting pregnant five or six times and then scared to um, come home and tell their husband. Oh, yeah. Because for the fifth or sixth time and they go to the chop shop. They be single moms regardless of where their husbands be. Mm-hmm. Half these white women cheating on their white husbands with black men any fucking way. Hell you yeah. see them two nuns, them two nuns that was in MSN News, they went over to Africa and both of them came back pregnant. Mm-hmm. Doing mercenary work, I'm sure. <laughs> a mercenary or masonary? Masonary work. Oh no, missionary, my bad. Missionary work. Missionary work, yes. You're talking about mercenary work, that's murdering. <laughs> yeah, murdering I, was, I was just like, look at them go ahead and completing the mission they had. They were murdering that deep. Listen, I, I know they had a good time. Mm-mm. Listen, tell me about this lady that went up and shot up these people in Midtown from her job. Because <laughs> basically, she did it because they did something to assassinate her character at work, and she basically had like a whole plan to kill three people that were involved in her. Um, basically, not having her job. They were trying to set her up at work. They were trying to say yeah, about work, the- and one of the people was her property manager at her for her HOA. What? Because they were trying to um, break into her um, her unit and um, do some shit. Crazy work. Because that lady was in finance, so I heard that finance world is is a beast, especially when you're dealing with like people that like one got a whole lot of money, <laughs> two got a whole lot of illegal money. And they white and you mm-hmm. black. <sighs> so she shot the property manager and her two co-workers. Yep. 
Lord have mercy. I mean, she felt that it was that important for her to go there barefaced in broad daylight. I feel and like shot the motherfucker. Something was up. Yeah, yeah, like it's not like she was like. I mean, not to offend the white people, but you know, white people just be shooting up people for no reason. This was a black woman. True. Yeah, she definitely. And unless she was, and unless she's diagnosed with a mental illness, she was in fear of her life. She looked fully competent. She looked like she was like, I mean, she casually walked out of that with her little luggage, like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just like, uh, oh, girl, you're mission. going down. <laughs> like, right, but that's what I'm saying. Unless, unless she had a mental illness breakdown, she was fully aware of what she was doing. That means that she knew what she was doing because she feel for her fucking life. Ain't no black woman just killing people just to kill people, like white people. Because mm-hmm. black women will put up with a lot of shit. True. So they ain't in fear of their life. They're right. In a, a corporate workplace, too. So it was a, a straw that broke the camel's back. And it was either like, it's either y'all or it's going to be me. I and I'd rather be in jail safe. Take her down for. And I'd rather be in jail safe than go to my condo every day in fear of my life. Mm. I feel like I feel like when you fear your life every day, that's worse than being in jail. Mm. It really is, because really, ain't nobody really protecting you like that. Right. Mm, yeah, corporate America, especially if you black in corporate America, they'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Or or try, I should say. Especially if you um, like you said, got clients that's making some big money. Mm-hmm. That sounds like some 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 shit I saw on Ozark though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They probably was money money laundering. Somebody finna get exposed. And right. The property manager probably on the board of the HOA. You know, some old foul shit. I feel like the more you get higher up regarding money and finances, there's more illegal shit. And it's really yeah. about who, who you about to pay off to be quiet. It's more fun though shit you see. That's what I said. Them white folks, like this street shit that niggas be talking about, don't compare to what they be doing. Right. Because they got the whole government back in their shit. Right. And don't get caught on top of that. Because these white people people still got money from slavery. Yeah, they do. Over 400 years later. You have all them, them goddamn think tanks in case we was looking at where you got people that look like us talking about. I don't feel like I should have any reparations. I was never a slave. Shut your stupid ass up. Right. Shut your dumb ass up. Oh, dumb ass nigga. Oh, God. Who's making us look bad? That was stupid. Privilege. And like that black girl had to tell him, she was like, You don't think you're old money? 
support from your ancestors being in slavery because these current because these white people whose ancestors own slaves are still reaping the benefits of when their great great grandparents had fucking slaves. Right. And he was like, you, No, I don't. You don't think you're entitled to that? <laughs> well then how about you give me your uh reparations and then I'll represent your ancestors. No, he's just a, no, he's a nigga that hangs out with a whole bunch of white people and don't yes. want to offend his white ass friends because he feels like that's where he belongs. Right. No one did anything mm-hmm. wrong to me. And then this other girl was like, I just don't feel like giving a check every month is going to do anything. I think we just need more resources in the community. Again, Bitch, like the other black girl. Again, like the other black girl said, if I go out there and buy nine motherfucking gold chains, that's my business. It's unfortunate, but it's still exactly my because Jewish people are still getting paid. Right, J- Japanese people still getting paid. Like, and we don't want no more goddamn resources. We have resources. We just don't use them. We need reparations. Yes, and a lot of them um, Jewish I can't, people. But, that... uh, stop that! I'm at. I can't go out there and spend my, my and spend my time finding resources when I have to be to work 10, 16 hours a goddamn day because I got no money. Right. Hello. Hello. Right. And that's where I go back to the same thing. Maybe money doesn't buy you happiness, but it allows you more, it affords you more options to think about what you would like to do or how you would like to invest on yourself. Right. And when it comes to Black people born and raised in this country, not coming in from another country, when were we ever in a position to have a break have a generation that didn't have to work on a bigger scale. Not, I'm not talking about no 1% shit, no 2% shit. On a bigger scale, have a generation where they have a choice to work in the family business that is possible, that is not being threatened by, um, by, uh, what's the word? I'm, gentrification. Right. Because if you look in a lot of spaces like Baltimore, that are in the good great area is predominantly whites. The areas in Baltimore that are predominantly black are fucking horrific. Brooklyn, same. A lot of them people cannot afford them brownstones that they got Mm -mm. without getting the preparation. So. It's not even that with black owned businesses. It's like a lot of them don't last very, very long. Because we don't have, we, we, we're lacking a lot of knowledge and uh, discipline throughout a family structure where, let's say, an Asian family would be like, okay, 10 of us are going to put X amount of dollars in to get this business started. And then we're going to work at this business. And then once this business makes this amount of money, we're going to all pitch in and help uh, Ming's business. And we're going to basically put this money in and then we're going to work here and so on and so on. And then eventually 15 of us have our own fucking shops, our own fucking store. And with them, we can invite new people in to work and do the same thing. Same thing that Homegirl was talking about in the book where she was like, black folks and finances 
we see money as basically, you know, a human need and having access to shit and being of importance. Mm -hmm. We think, okay, I get money. I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to get this for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then us will be like immediate family, my kids, my wife, my husband. It's not, then I'm going to, you know, put money in on my sister's dreams, which is X, Y, and Z. And we go see her through to the end and we go all work here. It's not that. And that's not just a financial issue. It's a mental discipline Mm -hmm. issue. It's a family structure issue. It's a value issue. It's a, you know, who are, who is like the head of the family, the monarch of the family that keeps us together and builds us up in confidence. Like it's a lot more levels of that, that we are lacking because of all those things Casey said. We got places to be. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got places to be and we would like to spend more time with grandma. We would like to spend more time with our mom. We would like to spend more time being able to help, but I got a house that got bills due on the first, and if I don't go to work now, <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I th- and I also think what it is is because people of color, people of color, we own businesses that aren't as glamorous as, say, white people owning corporations. You got white people that own law firms and get their kids jobs as soon as they finish law school and shit like yeah. that, like. You got black people from foreign countries that own restaurants. Like, who the fuck want to work at a restaurant when I finish college? Right. Mm-hmm. While all my friends is trying to be like, like um, A and R execs at music for music um, companies and doing different little this and that. Like, I don't want to be the owner of my dad's Jamaican restaurant. Yeah. And then you have people like me that get frustrated trying to support our own Girl. people. <laughs> like, me too. This is my thing. You don't see other people talking about, oh, you pay this for Gucci, you pay that for Louis Vuitton, you pay that for Chanel. Only black mm-hmm. people do shit like that. Mm-hmm. But Gucci, you know why? Louis- but Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and Chanel built the reputation. I just, I, I don't know you from from Adam. But you know why? Why? Other cultures understand the system right. better than most Black people do that are born and raised here. They understand what it's like to, you know, how to utilize their credit. They understand what it's like to use a business card for those luxury items so they don't pay for it out of their cash that they actually made and it's like a lot of like people you see on social media that people deem as celebrities and having this when you when they sit in interviews they tell you like how much they made on whatever project they're not really making no money but the way that they utilize their business or how they speak to the media when it comes to taxes, they don't pay for that shit. And a lot of those labels, the more the public eye wants to see you, they give you that shit for free. As long as you return it by nine o'clock, we good. Right. As long as you return that necklace by Thursday at 5 p.m. with your PR, we good. Like they're not paying for a lot of that shit. 
But once, once you get to a, a point where, oh, you want my time? You got to book me. It's 50 grand for the day. Once you get to that part, then you can start seeing like, you, oh, you're actually building up your money. Then you can start taking that money and investing it. And that process right there is what a lot of Black people don't understand about money. Mm. Y'all don't understand like, about buying shit wholesale and selling it for a market price. I go to the fucking flea market in a booth with an Asian person and they'll charge me $50 for a shirt and I say I'll pay $25. Knowing damn well they spent $5 for that shirt yep. because mm-hmm. they bought a whole bunch of them and bought they'll take it for $25. Yeah. But black people that do the same thing talking about fifty dollars and I'd be like, Okay, I give you thirty. No, fifty dollars. Right. Bitch, give it to right. me for thirty. You spent five dollars on the shit. You still turn it a twenty five dollar profit. Yeah. But so, but again, I, I be thinking like, where's the no coming from? Is the no coming from being burnt by other people enough times where I just have to stick to my number is a number coming from I spent my last in order to be able to sell this is a number coming from I have no other option on how I eat now right. when you look at other culture they could bargain with you because oh while I'm here I got two restaurants and a nail shop making thousands of dollars today I'll give you the shirt for mm-hmm. you know and, but you know, I don't even think it's that because they were all living a big ass house together. Right. That's true. But black people being stubborn, black people being stubborn, they have this big old saying, oh, grown people don't live with other grown people. Yeah. So now yeah. you're struggling paying this three, four thousand dollar rent because you want to be fabulous and don't oh, want to yeah. live at home with your mama. And now you thinking I'm a I'm a I'm a open this store and sell fifty dollars shirts that I bought for five dollars, and help pay my rent here and my rent at home, and it's not gonna work like that. Yeah. Nope. I try. I try. I do. Before we go. Mm Hmm touch on it just a little bit. I don't know if y'all seen it. What y'all think about this black therapist that got fired? Who? This, this black woman therapist. So basically What's she do? Right. So basically she um was on her social media and um she has a few like clients um but she wasn't at work. She was on her social media and she was basically talking about how a lot of black men today, they need to go to therapy. They need to stop, which is true. They need to stop making excuses and go to therapy. But the Mm -hmm. way that she said it on her social media, some black woman um, who's a writer in her books, she had um, basically looked the girl, the, the therapist up, her address, where she lived, and her job, and her name. She called her job, and she reported her to get her fired. And oh. she made she made the post. She made the post on I think that Monday, and she was like, by Friday, the practice had fired her. They didn't take away her license, but they fired her. And 
all these like black men started like attacking her and they was like oh how can black men go to a, a black woman for therapy and this is you know how they're treated and blah 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 basically like gaslighting it because her intent was like you know i hear all of these excuses on what problems they have or why they treat women a certain way or why they treat people in their life a certain way and they basically just go to therapy she got her fired and it's been like this whole thing where people is like okay it's your fault that you got fired you know you shouldn't have said that you know what your job is you basically working with the public and somebody's gonna figure out x y and z and this this is a possibility which it is let me tell you something yeah. Black women are black women's own worst enemy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. She should have posted that. They would gaslight another black woman just to look good in front of black men. Yeah. When or black or, men really don't give a shit. Or another ethnicity too. Right. And that's where and that's where our problem is. Our problem is <laughs> we don't know how to keep that shit in the house. Yeah. But why would she post that though? Why do That's we another shit in the house? Why we can't? Because I just feel like certain certain jobs you have to know the yeah. the temperature the temperature of the times is what I would call it. Yeah. Where we we live in a culture now where whatever you say on Twitter, whatever you say at the grocery store to somebody, as long as they're recording it. If you got your badge on, um, if you at the bus stop acting crazy or somebody did do something to you and the way that you reacted is worse than what they did to you, now mm-hmm. you're the, the bad person. Um, and, and your workplace, whether you're not at work or not, people will fucking dig up everything mm-hmm. and find... There's TikToks where people be like, I don't know who this is. But they need to be dealt with. They need to da, 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 find out who this is. And people will basically spend their whole day going on this goose hunt to figure out where Kiki lives, where she works at, who her mom is, who her dad is, uh, who her neighbor is, and ruin her any way that they feel like, okay, now I feel justified. Yeah. So so she came, she was on um, TikTok today. They banned her TikTok looked down her TikTok completely and she was on TikTok today on a video and she was like, she basically wanted to thank the people standing up for her um, and then she started crying because she was like y'all don't understand, I didn't just lose a job a lot of the people that I've been dealing with for like the last five years ten years who were on like suicide attempts now lost their therapist and she was just going through like all the people that were depending on her my thing is this if i know like important people that i either do work with or i take care of are depending on me to be able to do x y and z still i know there's certain things i can't do like my kids here i would love to drop everything and scrape up all the money out of all my accounts and say, you know what? Fuck it. I just des- I deserve to go to Greece 
I'm going to drop everything here and go to Greece. I don't care how my kids get into school. I don't care how they're going to eat. I don't care about paying rent. Come the first, I'm going to Greece this week because I feel like I deserve it. Before I buy those tickets and I make that decision, right? I'm taking on what is possibly going to happen because of what I want to say or do. I feel like what Kiki said, he should have never gotten media said whatever she thought, which is true. We all think it. We all know a lot of black men's problems in America is they need to talk through their shit or they need to vent to someone who's not biased about what they're talking about because the animosity that they give a lot of people is from them holding on to shit whether they feel comfortable or they don't feel comfortable talking about it. But to be in that level of who you are, you can't do that because people be will basically ruin you like they did. Yeah, I just don't get why we are just so quick to go run to the internet and share stuff that we shouldn't be sharing. Like I don't know if it was just for clout or awareness or whatever, but I think if you're going to speak on your business or your job in a negative way, because people feed into negativity in this world, um, you like what I just don't, but I don't think, I don't think she meant it in a negative way. I think she was just trying to bring awareness to it. And then, uh, and then some random bitch took it negatively. That's what I'm saying. I don't think she did either, but that's just how it's perceived, especially when you're dealing with black men who are already battling demons within themselves. Anyway, they're going to feed into that negative energy and then make and then shine a light on it. And it's not even about that. Yeah, so that was... I don't know. This is just a world in the age that we live in. You're damned if you're doing, you're damned if you don't. Right. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't get it. Because this could actually be a turning point for her to actually start her own practice. That part, and that's what everybody's saying. Like, I hope she doesn't stop, you know, being a therapist and she just get her own place. And she could start her own practice and she could treat more people and then she could offer free ther like a free one time fair therapy session for black men like do shit like that mm-hmm. like fuck that other bitch cause she's miserable cause she laid up with a nigga that's cheating on her right cause it's not like she went on the internet and, and you know bashed all black men or anything yeah it's crazy like you never know why somebody is you know up under your post or cause they trolling page. You know, mm-hmm. but it's so crazy. Like, you you got your own life. Why are you over here? What Cause some people, because like- some people need to feel like they're being validated by putting shit on somebody else. Because uh-huh. you know, you get but people that also- get famous like that. You get people that get famous like that. You got people that get online famous trolling other people. Yeah, but to me, I think about oh well, a hit dog will holler. That too, yeah. Because she, because it sounds like to me, for, for her to put so much energy to it and get her fired and all that, she must have been speaking on what's going on between her and her guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit dogs always fucking hollow. 
That's crazy. That's why um, Wendy Williams got baggy ass knees now. Mm-mm. Talking all that shit and karma, karma in her health is not the best right now. Like, I just don't care, like, how much money somebody's willing to pay you or how much clout you feel like you're going to get. It's, it's never okay to intentionally um, step on someone in their life or, you know, make them feel away or feel bad <laughs> because because you want to be famous or you want to make more money or you want more ratings like that shit that shit is corny to me but that stuff is big business and it's big business because you have regular ass people like us who aren't well i'm not not like us let me rephrase that you have regular ass people who lives aren't going anywhere who aren't Mm -hmm. doing anything and are so obsessed with what's going on outside of their own world they mm-hmm. are. They want to know all the tea, all the know, all the skinny about other people to make them feel like, oh, so and so is a regular person, without thinking to themselves, like, bitch, we all people, like, we all live day to day, like, bitch. Right. They were out there. They're out there getting their money. What's stopping me from going out there and getting mine? Right. They don't see it like that. They see themselves as inferior, and to make themselves feel better. They like they need to hear the gossip. Mm. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and that's why I be like, child, y'all be all up in these celebrity asses, bitch. They don't know you from Adam. Listen, don't care either. Listen, if, if, if you needed their help the day or tomorrow, and you be like, oh my God, Beyonce, I'm a big fan of yours. Can I please get $500 to pay my rent? She's gonna look at you like, nigga, who the fuck is you? Shit, look at look how Beyonce did to me. She was like, Oh, you got a problem with me doing your little ass sample? Let me take you completely off the go. Mm-hmm. Right. And didn't even address her. As she shouldn't have though. Oh. Uh, I don't know. That's the same though. You just can't give people no light, no energy. Because once you shine some energy on it, I mean it's gonna turn into something that is not like it's gonna be something and it ain't nothing. I just feel like you that shit with she... her and Khalees. Khalees has been like, look, I'm a chef now. I don't do music no more. Good for her. The end. Yeah, yeah. Like she went all on a... Like she was like bothered. But what's so crazy is everything... I don't think she was bothered. I just think she was bringing awareness to it. I feel like it could have been a lot more said to it but I mean, let's let's be honest. Sometimes Beyonce is a little jockish. Oh yeah. True, true, true. Um, but ever since she she did that, she been posting nonstop. So it, again, it worked in good for her to get more mm-hmm. traction for whatever she doing. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, the person that this type of shit backlashed on was the girl that was trying to sue Cardi B for defamation of character. Oh yeah. She took her at the car and now she owes thousands of dollars that she can't pay. It's not that. Wait, I thought millions. Cardi B sued her. Yeah, Cardi B sued her. Yeah, and she won. Yeah, and she won. 
Because this is where Tasha K fucked up at. It's not like Tasha K said some shit that was like, oh, Cardi B did this, this, that, and the third. And the third. Yeah. She said Cardi B had STDs and STIs. Mm. Something she can't prove. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Cardi B and the, her team of attorneys was like, all right, we're going to submit um, test results into the, um, to, the ju- to the judge. Mm. And we're going to say how much this fucked up your whole life. Mm. And that's why you owe, and that's why you owe Cardi B millions of dollars that she already got and you don't have. So now you got to sell your house. Mm-hmm. Move it to an apartment. You got to do all kinds of shit because you out here chasing a story. And what's so yeah. crazy is instead of her take her L, she's trying to take her back to court. I saw that. Like, girl, I don't take her back to court to get sued for more money, what? right? And pay more court fees. All right, go ahead, girl. And so that's she why you can't like already paying court fees that she couldn't afford. Yeah, that's why you can't say stuff like that because that medical record shit, they ain't nothing to fuck with. Like, you could have said anything else but that. That's like, um, all right, dad. Every once in a while, he'd be like, man, I done paid so much money in these goddamn court fees. I said, okay. Well, so what time you gonna drop her off? Because, sir, if you would have just chilled the fuck mm-hmm. out, but it never had to pay shit. If you would have just been honest, instead of us going back and forth to court 20 plus in a year, you wouldn't have had to pay no lawyer no shit. And see, that's why I don't have no 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 mercy for motherfuckers because you weren't thinking about that when you was doing the dirt, right? Period. So I don't feel bad for you because you weren't feeling bad for me. People are just irrational. They don't think, and they just be doing shit. And then when and then it's, and then when they do think about it, it's too fucking late. And then want to blame everybody else for they fuck up. Yeah. Agreed. Court is adjourned. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It is Tuesday. We got one more Tuesday left in us, y'all, for the month. And then we are in September. Um, We will record again September 6th. It will be the last episode for this season. Um, we yeah. are reading... Oh, not Kobe saying yeah. Listen, I thought Kobe was happy. We are reading chapter seven through the epilogue, um, and then we're done. Hey, I hope everybody goes into September in a good mood, good goals, um, a good Mm -hmm. closet full of nice wardrobe for the fall, Um, Mm. and. We finished this goddamn year with something making sense. Right. Write down your intentions, your goals for your short-term goals, which lead to long-term goals. And just, you know, work every day to be that person you want to be tomorrow. Yeah. And sorry to all the people experiencing crazy-ass flooding. And I know hurricane season about to be stupid. Oh yeah, all the people in Dallas, dog. Mm-hmm. I gotta call my cousin because she lives them. in Dallas. I gotta ask her what if she's all right. I was looking at them people with their apartments flooded, like 
a whole mm-hmm. that and, and see look, what's crazy is that you usually see that shit in Houston. Yeah. Not Dallas. Like what the fuck? Oh my god, the phones are gonna be stupid this week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I listen, gotta get the fuck out of if, if Casey don't quit, he gonna definitely gonna be this week. That's definitely gonna be this week. I know me. You need to have this trademarking conversation. Oh yes. So uh, after yeah, we're done here, it. we can talk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, y'all enjoy. It. I'm going to bed. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Thank you guys for checking out Sweat Patreon B. I should have this up by Thursday. All right. I appreciate y'all for listening. Bye. Bye. Next episode. Just finish the book. Seven to the epilogue. Finish the book. Appreciate you. Catch you on the sixth of September. Do you remember? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Set